So there was a cartoon uh, a good number of years ago called Animaniacs, and as part of the Animaniacs um, episode, uh, they would have this little show called Good Idea, Bad Idea. So uh, they would say, for example, like, good idea, learning to juggle. Bad idea, learning to juggle in front of the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem. You know, just something kind of inappropriate. Good idea, showering every day. Bad idea, showering in the town centre. You know, uh, all these, these kind of ideas where, where the, the idea like, is that there's a time and a place that these things can be good, but they have to be done in the right time or in the right place or in the right way, uh, which is kind of common sense to a lot of people. Uh, but when it comes to the spiritual life, it, it might not always be as, as obvious. Just today, I was hoping to meditate with yourselves. The idea of silence or the, the, the concept of silence, right? Something that's built into our faith, built into scripture, uh, readings, mass, have elements of silence, right? So we think of, of Irish spirituality in general, we're actually very uncomfortable in silence. <clears throat> Generally speaking, if there's a, a holy hour, there always has to be something. And if there's silence, it's like something has gone wrong. There should be a, someone, surely someone, someone should be speaking here. Like, what's the story? So we get kind of very uncomfortable very quickly in silence. I've told you the story before, but there was a, uh, in a town where I, I was doing a Eucharistic adoration, a lady came in with the Irish Catholic newspaper and for her holy hour, read the Irish Catholic from cover to cover, just for the holy hour, just read the whole thing. You know, so while there's exterior silence in her head, there was no silence at all. Silence is, it's a very interesting thing, if we can call it a thing. Uh, it's a very interesting um, reaction. At times, for example, say, say for example, <clears throat> if someone, someone comes to you and says, it's, I, uh, it's my wedding anniversary today, and you go, and with a silence, like it's, somehow it's, we recognize that's kind of inappropriate, or someone says, you know, my, my, my father, my mom has just, just passed away, and you go, do you know, it's like, silence is not appropriate there. That's not a time for silence, right? That's not a time for, for saying nothing. There are occasions when silence is absolutely appropriate. Like, you know, if, if after, uh, after talking to someone, like, sometimes, like, going to visit someone in a hospital, for example, they don't necessarily need, in fact, they probably don't want you to talk the ear off them for an hour. Sometimes it's just enough to sit beside them, you know, to say, how are you getting on? Grand job, bit tired after the surgery. Grand, no bother, I'll just stay here for a bit. And not talk the ear, but you're, you're there. You're there in silence, but your, your presence is there. You're, you're present to them. The a song that's been on my mind a bit recently, and it's actually in today's reading then, is this... Uh, vision or this uh, reality of what prayer is, right? Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. It's from the psalm, my prayer rise before you like incense, O Lord. So our prayer rises in silence. And for this then to occur like day and night, that our prayer is rising to God. And it's, it's such a, a solemn and sobering moment, uh, such a profound reality that me in my littlest that I can actually converse with, with God the omnipotent and 
while I may do so with words, I may do so with song, I can also do so with silence. What's most important is that I do so with the heart. I do so with the heart, that, that my heart is such raising its gaze to heaven. And I think prayer, I think, sorry, I think silence is necessary for that. It's good that we have formal prayer. Uh, it's good that we have informal prayer. So formal prayer like liturgies, <coughs> liturgy of the hours, uh, rosary, informal prayer like prayer and praise. It's good that we, you, you, need, you need them. Absolutely, they're all good. But we also need, again, time and a place, we also need silence. I remember I told you this before as well, the, 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 the Dominican responsible for the, the, the formation down in Cork, uh, he was asked by one of his superiors as regards the prospective seminarians, the, the, the novices, how are they getting on? Oh, they're getting on grand, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever catch them in the chapel? Did you ever like, see them in the chapel when they're not supposed to be there? I said, when they're not required to be there. Did you ever catch them in the chapel? And he was saying this, obviously, that that, that is a positive thing. If they're in the chapel when they don't have to be, they're choosing to be with the Lord in silence. And there is great power in that. It means then that day and night, if you wake up and there's the rosary beads under your pillow or semi-cemented into your face, depending on where you slept, uh, it's like it's got shot with a BB gun <laughs> on the side of your face. There's the rosary beads and, you know, you, you in the... the, the, the the silence of your bedroom, if it is silent, depending on the presence of snores, uh, you raise a prayer like incense to God. Let us ask the Lord today for that depth in our prayer, that like a couple that knows each other for years, they can be in each other's company and just kind of sit there, not say a whole lot. They don't need to. They already pretty much know everything about the other person. And while, yes, they can converse in that, but they're actually comfortable in silence too. Have you ever noticed that about like, teenagers? Or younger than you now, some of you are teenagers, but like 15-year-olds, they're completely uncomfortable in each other's company with silence. They always have to giggle about something. It's really irritating. <laughs> but they always have to uh, laugh and giggle and la-la-la, tell stories about something that they saw on Fortnite. Oh my goodness, it was hilarious. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Uh, yeah, but uncomfortable in silence. But those who know each other well can be in each other's presence, in each other's company, in silence. And that should be the case with us and the Lord. That we can be in his company, that we can be with him in silence and be completely comfortable as we raise our hearts and minds to him. So that day and night, night and day, may our prayers rise like incense before him. Amen. The following is a special appeal by Father Patrick Cahill. Dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us uh, for these homilies on YouTube or whatever podcast media you're listening to us on. Uh, it's a great privilege to be able to serve you all in this way. Uh, if I could ask you please to pray for us here in Holy Family Mission. We're heading into our eighth year of uh, faith formation for the young people who are attending here. And it's a great gift and privilege to be able to work here. But we would ask if you would pray for us and pray for all of our intentions here as well, that we can continue this work. And if you feel the Lord is 
in any way calling you or asking you to support us financially, we would greatly appreciate that too. So if you go to, onto our website, holyfamilymission.ie, there's a donate button there, and we'd greatly appreciate uh, your donations so that we can keep this work going. Uh, it does, unfortunately, cost uh, a bit to run this place, so uh, our, we greatly rely on our benefactors. And, of course, we play, pray for all of our benefactors' needs, especially on Wednesday, the day traditionally dedicated to St. Joseph, the Father of all Providence. So thank you so much uh, in advance for your prayerful support and also for those who are able to uh, uh, assist us financially. We are immensely grateful. God bless you.